0: Hey, what's up, Burned In Teacher? Welcome to episode 152 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be answering an ask BIT question. If you ever have any questions about Burned In Teacher, me and how I'm applying my own process to my life as a teacher, how this applies to your personal life, anything, you can literally ask me anything. I will answer your question on an upcoming Burned In Teacher Podcast episodes. So go to burnedinteacher.com/slash ask. Now we're gonna dive into this episode all about people pleasing perfectionist tendencies and how we can be at peace with doing the things that we're doing to move forward. Burn on. Hey there, I am Amber Harper, former burned out teacher, turned teacher burnout coach dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher podcast is one part burnout and all other parts, action, inspiration and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you are about to take your next best step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, burned-in teachers. Welcome to episode 152 of the Burned-In Teacher podcast. Today I'm so excited to answer a question that someone submitted from Ask BIT. So I'm going to play that for you here in just a second because this teacher was super brave and used the speak pipe option to ask her question. If you have any questions related to Burned In Teacher, your burnout, how all of these things are affecting your personal life, and of course your professional life, anything about being a teacher and a human at the same time, (laughs) feel free to go to burnedinteacher.com slash Ask. You can either ask on SpeedPipe like this teacher did, or you can fill out a form with a, it's just super quick. It's just type in your question, type in your name if you'd like to, or you can remain anonymous. So let's first of all listen to this teacher's question.
1: Hi, Amber. This is Mary Beth. I'm a new burned-in teacher as of this summer, and so this first year back in the fall is my first try at managing my workload because I'm burned and unbalanced. My burning question is all of the personality, uh, different evaluations that I did on myself as part of this program all indicated that I am super high in caring about being seen as a responsible, dependable, consistent person. I'm Uh, a perfectionist. So all of these things drive me to basically work myself crazy. I'm trying to stop, but I don't know how. What is the key to being feeling okay with doing less when every part of your personality wants to drive you to do the very best or to do more, period. So I just need to know what the secret is for kind of being at peace with changing the way that I do things. Thanks so much for your help, Amber.
0: So thank you so much, Mary Beth, for submitting this question. And it's such a great one because I know that so many teachers out there that are listening to this episode feel the way that you do. I know that I relate to exactly what you're asking. And I've narrowed down everything that you said in that short minute and I believe like eight seconds. I've narrowed it down to two different questions that you had. So the first one was, what is the key to being okay or feeling okay with doing less when every part of your personality is to do the very best or to do more? That was one question. And the other question was, what is the secret to being at peace with changing the way that I do things? So I'm going to answer these two questions for you, starting with the first one. Number one, you asked, What is the key to being and feeling okay with doing less when every part of your personality is wanting you to do the very best or to do more? Okay, so to answer this first question, I have four things I want you to do. And Mary Beth, you specifically, you have heard all of these things before, but what I'm going to do here is I'm going to lay them out just specifically to this first part of your question, okay? Okay. So what you're going to do first is you're going to focus forward, okay? I want you to stop focusing on your results of your personality tests and I, fo- I want you to focus on what you want to be, okay? This kind of goes back to the be, do, have mentality. I have a podcast episode that I'll link in the show notes all about the be, do, have mentality. So we're going to focus here on who you want to be, what that person would do so that you can have what you want to have, okay? So the personality assessments, the Enneagram, the 16 personalities, all of that stuff is really great for figuring out who you are now in the moment. But the most important part of those personality assessments is really thinking about what you want to be true for yourself moving forward, what you feel are strengths, And what it is that you need to work on. And the fact is, is we all know that the perfectionist personality, the type A perfectionist control freak people pleaser that a lot of us wear or have worn in the past as a badge of honor is a very unhealthy place to be. And all of those, all of those personality types that we're talking about here are the perfect recipe for burnout. We know that they are not good for us or our students or our profession. Okay. So I want you to focus forward. So. here's what you're going to do, okay? Here's step two, okay? You are going to practice thought catching and you are going to create rebuttals for when when you hear what I call perfectionist patty show up in your brain, which means this isn't perfect. It's not good enough to use or do. So I have to start over or I have to nitpick at this thing until it's absolutely Pinterest worthy, okay? So this means... All right, so when your brain, which has, by the way, been training you for so long to believe that you're not doing enough and that you are not enough if you're not perfect, okay? You have to flip the script on your brain and retrain it. So when it tells you to keep working, even though you know that you are ready to be done, you have to tell yourself no. So I talk about in Vernon Teacher University the different boundaries that we have to set okay in our lives. So you actually need to build a boundary with your brain and you have to say no. You have to develop rebuttals. So when this perfectionist Patty shows up and tries to tell you that you're not enough and you're not good enough and this is not good enough, you are going to tell your brain no. Okay, number three you are going to repeat this mantra. I want you to write this down. So anybody out there that's listening to this that also identifies as a perfectionist, control freak, people pleaser, (laughs) type A, write these things down. Done is better than perfect. Your turn. I do this with my students all the time. My turn. Done is better than perfect. Your turn. Okay, here's another one. This is good enough for now. Your turn. Last one. If it needs to be improved for the sake of my student's success and not for looks, I can come back to it later and fix it. I'm going to say this one again because it's a little long. If it needs to be improved for the sake of my student's success and not for looks, I can come back and fix it later. Okay? And finally, number four, the ste- the fourth step for this first part of your question is to time budget and stick with it. Now, Mary Beth, as a burned-in teacher member, this time budgeter that I'm going to reference right now is free to you. But the rest of you out there who are listening to this and you're like, what do you mean budget your time? Well, I want you to go to Teachers Pay Teachers. I'll put a link in the show notes here. I want you to go to Teachers Paid Teachers and look up Burned In Teacher Time Budgeter. This really inexpensive resource is going to help you to go step by step to create a time allowance and a time budget based on what you want to do and how you want to feel. So based on what you want to do outside of teaching, because you are a human first, my friends, and most importantly, how you want to feel. As a teacher and as a human. Okay. So those are my four steps for your first question. The second part of your question, Mary Beth, was what is the secret for being at peace with changing the way that I do things? And I love this question so much because teacher guilt is a real thing. It's no different than parent guilt because we want to serve our kids so hard and we want them to be successful. And so we're going to start here with a couple of things that I'd like you to do after you implement the first four things that I'm asking you to reflect on or revisit from your first question because that really is going to be your first step. And and I want to be honest with you, this may take several days or several weeks, okay? You are retraining your brain and you are sort of um, taking back your own control, so Um, so this is going to take some time. It's not going to be an overnight thing and I think that's one thing that sort of kind of goes into the next question that you had is that there is no quick fix for these changes. You know, you can take very small steps and see gradual changes over time and I think that's so hard right now because we're so used to like instant gratification and we want things to be like Done. Like, okay, I'm over this. When it's gonna take time, so give yourself some grace. And I think that might be the first, <laughs> the first uh, step in answering the second question of yours. So my first part of this answer is, in fact, to show yourself grace and self compassion. So I want you to imagine, Marybeth, that you're talking to a friend who is asking you this question, and I can imagine that you would say something along the lines of you're doing the best that you can with what you have now and you are a human first and a teacher second and that enough is enough and everything will be okay and your students will be okay and you will be okay doing what you're doing right now and on your journey where you are now and I'm going to kind of put this in here too is that Meet yourself where you are and then help yourself to get to where you want to be, okay? So you're already telling yourself no, right? Like you're meeting yourself where you are when you have those nasty negative thoughts, right? So you're saying no, that's not true. You're developing those rebuttals, okay, for that negative self-talk. You're saying no, this is enough and you're – So I want you to do, so what I want you to do is talk kindly to yourself. So you're saying no, you're developing these these rebuttals for yourself. So for example, let's say you've set a time budget and you've told yourself today is Thursday. I am leaving at 4. I have already put in this many hours today. I'm leaving at 4. I'm setting an alarm or I'm setting a timer and I'm going to go. And then your alarm goes off at 4 o'clock and you're like, oh my gosh, I still have so much to do. You're going to say, Mary Beth, you did the best you could. With your time and energy today, it will be here tomorrow and it's time to go. You did a good job. Give yourself a pat on the back, pack up your things, and go. And if it makes you feel better, write a sticky note to yourself that says, this is what needs to be done first tomorrow. So that all of these thoughts, you know, do that end of the day brain dump of everything that's left to do and then leave and don't touch anything else. And I know it's so hard because I do this myself, okay? So show yourself grace, show yourself self-compassion, and although you're telling yourself no because you're setting boundaries with your brain and you're developing those rebuttals, you also need to talk kindly and encourage yourself through showing some self-compassion. Okay, secondly, to be at peace with what you've changed and what you're doing right now is to be grateful for where you are. You know, I've talked about this before where I have said many times that I am very grateful for my burnout because it has brought me to this place right now of answering this question with you. So I want you to be grateful for where you are on your journey. You now have hope where you didn't have it before and you have a plan of action where you didn't have it before. You're planning outside of lesson plans. Okay, so you're on this journey for a reason and being a burned in teacher, as you already said, proves that you're willing to do that inner work that many teachers out there either don't know about or they're refusing to do the work. Okay, so be grateful, show gratitude. I know you've probably seen this before, all of you, if you've, you know, Googled like how do I stop being a perfectionist, okay, or something like that. You know, be grateful is there. But that is so, it's so abstract. And I think sometimes being grateful for our journey and the fact that we are here meeting ourselves where we are and focusing forward is such a gift and it's such a luxury to have a choice and to make changes. All right. Number three, I want you to lean on us, Mary Beth, when that negative self-talk is the loudest. You know, as a Burned In Teacher member, you have access to the entire Burned In Teacher University community, all right? Anytime you need it, you have access to group coaching calls. So Always access us whenever you need us to help to show you compassion when you are not showing it to yourself. You know, I've said often, again, many times, that there's two ends of this burnout spectrum, right? Like, you know, there's stage zero all the way through stage five. And it's interesting that in stage zero and stage one, when you are at your rock bottom, most burned out state, you can actually in your isolation you actually find a lot of company because misery does enjoy company. But when you're feeling really good about what you're doing and the choices you're making for yourself, you can feel isolated on a whole other level. You may not feel that you can actually celebrate how well you're doing and these changes that you're making that you're seeing results from in your life. So Now, all of you out there who are not burned-in teacher members, it's okay. Find someone in your life that you can turn to. Find an accountability buddy that will help you to keep your promises. Find a builder-upper that's going to help to celebrate those wins and to show you compassion, again, when you're not showing it to yourself. And if you are interested in de- becoming a Burned In Teacher member, I only open that opportunity up to any students that are in the Burned In Teacher University course. So if you want to learn more about what that would look like for you, you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash course. And for all of you, I have a step four, okay? And these things really do make a big difference. So When you're talking to yourself or you're doubting your choices and you're trying to move forward, I want you to stop and take a deep breath. And I want you to say, I am doing the best that I can right now with the tools that I have right now. And I know that I will be okay. And I know that there's hope. And the fact that you all are here today listening to this proves it. There is hope for you, my friends. So again, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. And if you have any questions, I invite you to go to burnedinteacher.com slash ask. Thanks so much for this question, Mary Beth. I'm so grateful that you're part of our community. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher, burn on.